Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Good morning. Welcome to Monday, 18th October 2021 edition of Inside Nigeria, reaching you from Leadership Podcast Studio here in the Federal Capital Territory of Abuja. My name is Winifred Ugwebo, and it's my pleasure to be hosting on today's edition. Fortunately, my co-host Bode Badebo is not around now. He's on a Bodebi absent. I hope to have him on set tomorrow. Today on the set, I have with me to review the papers. Jibri Baba Indachi. Jibri Daja Baba Indachi is a public affairs analyst and also a columnist with Blueprint newspaper. It's Daji. my pleasure to be here. Good morning, viewers. Thank you so much for always honoring our visit It's my pleasure. It's our country yeah. and I mean, this is our passion. But by the way, you're looking good in a suit. <laughs> Thank you. you. I, I do. Maybe suit. this is the first time you see me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing this. Yeah, yeah. I do wear suit. Okay. Welcome Morning. once Thank again. Thank you very much. Yes, we are moving to our paper review. And of course, as usual, we have first on our menu nigeria's most influential newspaper leadership newspaper on leadership this morning says abuja now home to abandoned white elephant projects abuja now home to abandoned white elephant projects billions of naira disbursed to the contractors but projects brought away government makes excuses for delays abandonment is a national shape, say residents. What's your thoughts? Well, this is but of just, course, uh, if I may just quickly uh, chip in, uh, you know, it's not just in Abuja only that we have a abandoned point and project. I was just uh, coming to that. This is just uh, like you said, tip of the iceberg. Um, I mean, um, there is no state, no local government, uh, 36 states of uh, the federal government, of the local government, and thousands of the wards that you have in this country that you don't have abandoned projects. Some long before we were born, some as uh, toddlers. Uh, you recall in my own community, there is uh, one project. Uh, um, my community is a real community. There is one uh, project of uh, uh, the post office that was. I think it was during the uh, late uh, presidential Chagari's period. Mm. Abandoned there and most in most knock and crannies of, uh, of of the country. Then you go to most railway communities. Again, some drive that were done by previous administration were all that their their movement for analog to digital. All the equipment. Mm. You go to all the major railway stations. There are those abandoned. Those projects are abandoned. Even some roads in Nigeria that you see today, I will consider them as an abandoned project because if you do a road for more than 10, 20 years, you have not completed that road. Even if you are doing it, I mean, for me, it's almost like an abandoned project. But the Abuja one is unique because of its place, you know, in Nigeria as a strategic and home at the, the federal capital. So um, it's very unfortunate, like the citizens have said, and uh, I hope that uh, one, we in Nigeria were also master of groundwork. Yeah. Rather than doing something small that is manageable, whatever we want to do, we want to do something that is so big, and we don't bother whether we are going to complete it uh, or not. And I think that 
this is one area that you give to this uh, current administration of President Chagamudwari of making effort to complete uh, existing projects that have been started by previous uh, administration. And I think that it is time uh, that as a country we move forward from uh, starting projects that we know are not going to com complete. And also for government to understand that government is a continuum, whether as federal, state, and local government level. Once a project that has bearing on the life of the people is started, there is a need to complete it. And there, we should stop political projects, project that is done and promises are made, either to, to do one thing or the other, and then nothing is done. And all of a sudden, it, that such project is, uh, is, is uh, abandoned. It's very unfortunate, but like you rightly noted, it is not only Abuja, all over the 36 states of the Federation and 774 local governments. Indeed, some words in this country, they are abandoned many thousands of abandoned projects you know not only building many all some of the spaces that you consider today ungoverned spaces i'm bringing in security now it's not that there were no plan to secure those spaces for instance today you talk about uh, what you call a uh, uh, life soul transformation you go those documents are not new nobody is coming to read those documents have been there some even long before independent on projection that likelihood the population will grow in one decade in two decades so this will be likely there will be issue between farmers and headers and as population grow this is what needed to be done and all of that nothing nothing was done there were um, games reserve all over the country some places that are used by criminals now as they are there were not just there there were plants around it what happened Government come, you abandon, you carve out an area for game reserve. You abandon it, you 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 push those in those communities not to farm there, not to do anything, and you leave it one year, two year, three year, ten year. Nothing is done. It becomes abandoned and then ungoverned spaces. So we as a country we must understand that there are certain parameters that you cannot come below, whether you belong to party A or party B. Pro policy and program of government must be continued beyond administration, beyond time limit. But we see it always. So it's really unfortunate. And I hope that this is a wake up call by the uh, leadership newspaper, not just to uh, to the federal government, uh, I mean, and to the FCT uh, administration, but to all the 36 states uh, of the federation and indeed the local government. One, don't start project you cannot finish. Don't start because white elephant project, you go to, that's why I said, for Nigeria to move forward fast, we should look to the Asian countries, not to the Western countries. So some of these countries are not master of grand one. They don't do project because uh, they want to say this is the biggest project. No, they want project, they will do project small, something that I mean is manageable, that they can do, and then they start there, but Nigeria, we say we are we are, we are to Africa and therefore what you should you do should be something that is biggest. And then you do it in the life of our administration, you cannot complete it. And once one administration comes, the priority change. Yes, that's what I want to point out.
why is it that uh, because government is supposed to be a continuity mm-hmm. but how come even uh, you see governors uh, successive government even from the same political party they yes. have done the gestation the projects of their successor why they move on it's uh it's uh, it's our mindset i've used this example before. why today? i i use example of baroport in niger state oh, yes uh, president, late President Yaradua, after it was abandoned for over almost 50, 40 years, he came on board with this project, started it, but when he died, his vice president, who became president for six years of administration, never looked to Barokon. And recently, because this is also an abandonment, the Minister of Transport took the president to Barok, to commission the project after the election the same minister came and told the whole world on tv that the project is no more viable is he saying that the the, the founding father who visioned that project don't know what they are doing is he also saying that president president Aradua, who re, um, started the project all over again also didn't know what was so i think it's a mindset of uh, uh our, we, we don't have as a country i don't think we follow baseline of government, of governance. They are certain in other parts of the world, some are not even democracies, they are autocracy or other form of uh, government, but they have baseline that whether you belong to party A or party B, or are independent, they, once you get to certain level as president, as governor, or head of provinces or local government, there are certain baseline you cannot go below. Projects that have bearing on the life of the people, must be completed and again it's not just about the leader it's also about the followers because i also shared my practical example experience with you here about my boss uh, the governor of when he came on board he was focused he said let me complete all the project and we hear people say oh, please why do you want to complete project? you should start your own some of this some is selfish they want the government or the president to start new projects so that you will need more competing and then other monies will be made available to it and all of that they don't know that whatever project that is done it is in the interest of the people and some of these people don't belong to any political party and once you are elected you may be elected or party a or party b once you are sworn in you no longer represent your political party you represent even those who don't those who even hate you they are all all under you you have to manage them you are their leader so as a nation we must move beyond this our uh, the attitude there must be change of attitude from our leader about and then another thing is funding of projects a project that uh, for instance some of this project outline a project that is uh, supposed to uh, say uh, require 1 billion for completion you put 100 million in a budget is that a serious listen uh, and then monitoring if you have timeline for a project, you do a particular project, you know the one Nigerian politics is, you say, okay, I'm focusing on project A and B in my first time. And where I'm going to give 50% of the completion of that project to a competent contractor in the first year. In the second year of your budget, you give the remaining 50%. And then you monitor it through independent monitoring a team that will ensure that look this project is completed so government at all level must understand what you call legacy when you are focused on legacy for instance 
every administration president not worry uh governors should be focused on legacy project now and you cannot have legacy project with white elephant project abandoned project legacy project a project that you inherit as administration or you started and then you are able to complete those are legacy projects and every administration must look forward having a legacy uh project so it, i mean this is this is really very uh, unfortunate and nigeria as a government must continue to work on this uh, uh because it's it's even encouraging corruption yes that's what i was going to say uh, if we have a situation whereby because of this abandoned project the cost initially is uh, at the end of the day the cost for completing most of these abandoned projects at the end of the day is almost more than 10 times more than yes, no. the cost that was a mark for it yes. at the beginning that's why i use uh because it has to be reviewed yes you know? keep reviewing they keep it, reviewing it just take the, the let's take that's why i said even some roads that have not been considered abandoned for me they are almost like abandoned projects project. a road that was started maybe 20 years ago how much was a mark for that road in 20 years ago mm. and then by the time you are reviewing this all over again you know a lot of uh, it it costs more so as a nation we must understand that look we are not we are not doing well at all in this area uh, and then like, i also talk about political project for instance uh, a, a president or a governor comes on board and then maybe the wife or the first lady maybe of the president of the wife of a minister at a pest project pet project and then by the time they call people all manner of promises will be made they will go and commit and, and, and go and have a belief foundation of a very mighty structure once that a particular uh, first lady that administration over nothing that is the end of it so i mean we have to get to a level that we must keep our own promises whether the person we made the promise to is in power or not and then all white of first ladies must also start manageable projects that they that will leave their service and they almost also start something that they will continue even when they are out of office like you see in other part of the world it doesn't have to be a politically motivated uh, project once you start a project even when you are out of government you should find a way through funding international support to continue such a, a, a project. Okay, thank you so much for that. From a leadership newspaper, we move over to the sister publication, National Economy. On National Economy today, it says, Nigeria's abysmally low productivity exposes reason behind slow growth. Nigeria's abysmally low productivity exposes reason behind slow growth as experts fume at 139 naira daily per capita domestic production of goods services in 2020. you know yeah, you know sometimes when we look at some of these things there are certain parameters again you come on there you talk about productivity of nigeria as a country Mm. what kind of uh, infrastructure is available to us as a nation let's take one let's take one for instance i for me i find it very strange and i don't know why maybe because i'm not an expert in that area engineer or somebody who should earlier in that area why is it that as a nation since 1999 
we have not been able to move in our production of electricity power generation for to more than to even 10,000. And billions of naira have been earmarked or have been expended on this. How will a country like this or a country of over 200 million people produce, be very productive under this circumstance? What is our level of infrastructure? In, even you'll go to our airway. As a nation, a country of 200 million people, and what's the number of aircraft do we have? We don't have a national carrier. So are we even able to, to service the domestic route in this country? Or not to even talk of eating into the West Africa and in the continental market, that is African market. And then you talk about globally. A country like Nigeria should have a national career in terms of image, that is one. But also taking advantage of African uh, uh, and, and then the world market. Like one expert said, he said Nigeria is center of everything. From here in Abuja or Lagos, you can reach each continent in six hours. So what are we talking about? What are we doing about it? Every day we talk about one thing and next thing we do the other. So for me, this is not, so I'm just giving you two examples. Now, we have said this here before. Tell me, Winifred, apart from say, okay, people are visiting Nigeria because they are potential and all of that. Tell me one thing that you can identify Nigeria with that will make people to come to this country. In the past, the man who won the, won the Nobel Prize recently was a lecturer in uh, Bayero University, kind of my alma mater, in, in those days. Now, tell me, take a statistics today. How many lecturers do you have from this country that are now in Nigerian universities? And the way Nigerians are going to other countries, how many, or do, 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 are we build our education system to a level that even African countries can say, okay, we are coming to Nigeria to come and study, or let's go to health sector. Are we health sufficient? We are, as a country, we are insecure in almost every area. You look at all indices. And the COVID-19, prove it beyond all doubt. It discover how inadequate we are, how insecure we are in all the indices of human security. When you talk about human security, health, education, water, power, job security, and all other indices of security. You talk about productivity of Nigeria. How many people graduate from university? How many people have access to education? What is the quality of education? So, this this is for me. This is this is is stating the obvious. And you know, then you come to roads. What is the road network in Nigeria? The rail, rail net, net, network. Since 1999, we've been talking about fixing the major rail line between Lagos and Kano. Until recently that Lagos Ibadan was completed and then they are talking of Lagos to Kano now. And I bet you, if we are not lucky, once this administration ends 2023, all the gains, if you are not lucky, the gains will be reversed. You go to the state, the same thing. So, the same thing the one I'm talking about, just like the Vice President, uh, Prof. Yomir uh, uh, said recently, each, each of the state building like a, a, a sovereign state, a sub-national. What will take you, I'm actually unified. Tell me one thing that will take you to any state in this country. You say, okay, I'm going to this state, maybe because it's a tourism destination, and in that tourism, this is the product I'm going to look at. 
Chinapa was started by uh, Governor Donaduk. If yes. it were other part of the world, that would be a major destination in Nigeria now that all the other African countries will be going to where is Chinapa today. Have we been able to develop other areas in this country? So, uh, so I mean, as a nation, it's not enough to talk about potential, potential always. How have we been able to translate that potential in, in, into positive uh, the, the, this thing? And all the, the effort has to be very consistent. You know, countries, even our development plan, do we follow it? We have Vision 2010, we had Vision 2020. When a document, good document, we can bring all the experts that you know in this country. Once that government goes, that, that uh, uh, what is it called, that uh, uh, vision will be thrown in what the house will say, condone Shara. You just throw it under the table. Other, when another government comes, you talk about another vision in other countries. Whether democracy or not, they have vision. There are countries now, you go to countries like Indonesia, they have vision 2020 vision 2050 what those countries do is that there is a parameter whether you belong to party a or party b or party or you or whatever there are certain parameters developmental parameters that you cannot lower the standard or go below that we must get to that level that whatever party you belong to or whatever uh, the, whenever you come on board there are certain basis of development for instance what are the roads that have already in Nigeria? That you say, okay, this is the federal capital. And therefore, in the next 10 years, whether it is PDP or APC that is in government, what will happen is that we want all the roads connect, connecting the major cities linked to Abuja to be dualized. We, have, we want rail line connected to Mina, to Lokoja, to Lafia. Already you have uh, to, to Kaduna. You have your eyes, okay. 10 years it should be 10 years plan or five years plan so whether it is party a or party b that is at the center or at the state they have a duty to ensure that it is completed because those that will use it are citizens that you need to take care of not based on political party line religion ethnicity or whatever the same thing you have a plan say, okay we need a national career what is our development plan we look at best practices around the world. Is it going to be true for public private partnership? How do we do it? What do we do? And then, okay, we say we are doing it in 10 years. So, a government starts it, it takes it to a certain level, and then you move forward like that. So, in every indices, this is this, this, this is a given for me. This is this is not surprising yes. for anybody. Yes, thank you so much. That uh, we have to move on to because we have about three newspapers for analysis for review this monday morning and of course we are moving to punch newspaper because it's next on our menu punch newspaper on punch newspaper today it can we have punch newspaper on punch newspaper today it says amosun aregbe shola lai mohammed may lose out party to lose out party to back uh, governors. Punch newspaper today. Uh, IT, can we have punch newspaper on the screen? Punch newspaper says Amosum Arek Beshola Lai Mohammed may lose out party 
to back governors. You know, as you are aware, the APC has been conducting congresses yeah. for states and uh, in all various states. Uh, government and the uh, punch on punch today says that apc parallel congresses because there has been some uh, reports that uh, there were parallel progresses ahead in some of the states and punch is saying that amosu that is a former governor of of ogun state arek beshola former governor of uh, ocean state and lai mohammed the big uh, the spokesman to Melusat to because as party has decided to back governors yes, of the state. Means. You know, as we said, governors are yeah, and this is not surprising the one where the where there's a, another circle has come again. Uh, the election at the national level and state level, some governors will be going. So this is expected. We, we have got into the season of people <laughs> losing out and coming in. So I mean politically what I'm happy about. But you see why in that gene, sorry to cut it short, that is why the National Assembly members they are moving to check this in the election electoral uh, act that, that they are looking at now because they said they are going to be having direct primaries, not indirect primaries, because direct primaries the governor will just nominate okay. Uh you know it's always delegates mm. now that vote on behalf of this. But this amount it's not going to be like that. Because with direct primaries, everybody, every card carrying member of each political party, we vote. You it's see, not in the past my, my, direct my, where you my, have a delegate. Winifred had been a boot on the ground politically. Mm. The same people in the National Assembly, when they become governor, they also want control. You see, so it's not the issue. You see, let's not uh is it's it is in our nature. When the governor even go there and want to be simple and want everything to go, it's the same people that say, why is it that I don't want to take control? The same people, when they become governor, they want to take control. So it's not an issue. What I'm happy about, like I'm saying, is that I'm happy our democracy is evolving, is developing. Yes, we yes. keep moving forward. Yes. Let's keep making mistakes and improving on our own uh, uh, democracy. Otherwise, even with the direct uh, primaries, the governors are still in control. A governor who is a sitting governor, like in my state now, there are 274 local governments. Those that are elected as escorts in the world uh, level, they didn't just come from the sky. You understand? And then at the local government level, then at the state level, it's a process of consensus building, of engagement of all the uh, 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 stakeholders. Of course, yes, uh, some people who may be powerful because of that. But let me also tell you still, political direction that you see, even people who vote at world level, listening to some people, some may be sitting here in Abuja or in some state capital, they don't even need to go to their world and what they say will happen, will happen. I'm telling you, it's Nigerian politics. And that is the way politics are everywhere in the world. There are people who control. Some people are in Abuja, Yes, some of us, we may be here in Abuja, but there are people who do things in our world, they will say, ah, well, how do we do it? So it's not, it's not, an, it's not an issue if you are building. So it, it, it's, it's democracy. We want it to continue to grow, and I'm happy at least it gives sense of belonging. Now, all political players will work more. They will have to reach out to the people more. You know, they have to engage more. But I'm telling you that it is not 
because the Senate or the National Assembly uh, hate the governor or because uh, they also like what I am telling you, some people in those it were governors before. You remember? Yes. Yeah? Yes. So, yes so I'm telling you, when they become governor, even if they don't want to take control, there are people who tell them, uh -uh, why are you so simple like that? Why don't you should be, you have to be in charge of, so this is politics for you. Hey, thank you so much, that gentleman. Uh, we have to go on a break. When we come back, we have two more papers to review, and that is this day's paper and your paper. Blueprint. But now, don't go away. Stay tuned. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Welcome back to Inside Nigeria, reaching you from Leadership Podcast Studio here in the Federal Capital Territory of Abuja. And of course, I still have with me in the studio to review the papers, Jibrim Baba Indache. Indache is a public affairs analyst and also a columnist with Blueprint newspaper. Indache, you're welcome once again. Thank you very much. Um, good to be here. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So without wasting much time, we are moving over to This Day newspaper. It's next on our menu. This Day. On today's this day, we have uh, the Wall Street Journal. How Nigerian military bought back anti-aircraft gun from kidnapping gang. Wall Street Journal. How Nigerian military bought back anti-aircraft gun from kidnapping gang. And on the right eye, it says criminal gangs flush with ransom money, extorting governments. Farmers sell land to free their children. Incidents fueling inflation. NAF describes allegation of payments to bandits as fake news. NAF describes allegation of payments to bandits as fake news. Wall Street Journal How Nigerian military bought back anti aircraft gun from kidnapping gang. That is today on these days newspaper yeah uh, this this uh, uh, copper story is uh, uh, relying on a story by yes, uh, yes. a publication i think in the uk What's yes, the journal, 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 yes. Uh, so i mean it's, it's a respected um, uh, media organization there yes. and uh, i'm sure they may have done their research what will be the benefit of a military institution going into court with Wall Street Journal. Yeah, deny it. It is left for the citizens or the listening or whatever to listen to them. They say it's fake. So um, if it is not so damaging to the reputation of uh, then I don't really think that uh, uh, because when I was a spokesperson, I had uh, cases um, like this sometime and uh, hardliner and gum up to say that when a journalist does write a report that you think uh, is not a very old media organization some people say take and but i asked the questions i said the report the the report is it damaging so damaging to the institution in terms of saying corruption because let me tell you even this this uh, issue of uh, let's even say buying it from they bought they bought it from kidnapping gang. Mm -hmm. It is done all over the world. You take off certain things to criminal from criminal to third party because you want to demobilize them without them knowing. But this time you say they bought it. Then what I'm saying, what I'm saying, I said let's say it happened. 
if it happened at all it happened in, like in other part of the way it will be two top party so that you, you it is done to demobilize to, to to reduce the power of of that particular this is not maybe the military of a country that will go directly to take it off them uh, like that but like like i've been said the nigerian air force that ordinarily should be that is in charge of that seat no it's fake news so we leave it at that and i hope that uh, uh, the world city general will reflect their own angle too that it is a uh, it is a uh, it is it is a uh, fake, fake news. news because the way we are now the nigerian military is dealing decisively with all form of criminal wherever they are in this country so i don't think they even need to buy the anti-aircraft uh this thing unless if the strategy is what i say it is done all over the world through third party you reach out you see a criminal a criminal gang they are they are they are with a particular it is buy because they also get it through the black market so they buy it of them they won't use it but just uh, uh so I, 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 let's take what uh, the Nigerian have to say. It's fake news. So we we'll take it that it is a, a fake news. And like you said, I don't think taking the way of taking the media houses to court, unless it becomes very absolutely necessary. Uh, because my attitude when I was a spokesperson always is that you don't make an enemy of somebody that you will need just because or that one story. I mean, the story that was my my, my temperament even yeah. i had to uh, at, at, at that level unless uh the implication it is looked at by maybe the lawyers in the Nigerian force and say yeah. that the story is so damaging but they have denied it the world's journal have their they, they may have their own facts and their own sources but the nigerian forces say no so it's left for us as nigeria to say yes the Nigerian force don't have the need to buy what are we going to what is Nigerian military going if to do? Actually, they are winning the war. Oh, yeah, if they are winning bandit. the war uh, against a bandit, and I'm I'm telling you here as somebody who have uh, uh, access to certain information about what is going on in this beyond there, and I have no need to pretend they are if they are not doing well, that I know that they are doing well. I know that uh they are dealing with them decisively uh so many criminal uh, commanders uh, even uh, kidnappers some of them who left them for all of us they were coming to Guneja state they were disseminated quite a number of them so they are doing very well uh but there's a need for them to do more but like i said always winning this war will require a whole government and a whole people support and how do i mean all over the world one of the most difficult war that is hard to win is the war among the people okay because you just mentioned the niger state have you forgotten that the niger state government uh Sanipelo has raised the alarm that boko haram has taken no 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 there's no boko haram in niger state there's no boko haram uh so that that that, that 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 has been confirmed and in that particular area where those kidnappers where it was the member of the community that uh, raised that alarm immediately uh, uh, uh swing into action and clear all manner of uh, criminal elements, kidnappers and bodies that are in that area, including informants. And that's where I was coming from. For us to win this war, it's important that the people, for instance, the the of Bungutu that was kidnapped uh, and was released after uh, one month. You know that after uh, the family gave 20 million, the kidnappers called and said that 
they say the the emir can afford 100 million that's what their informant told them so there's no kidnap that we can be carried out without informants yes. insiders mm -hmm. so as a nation for us to win this war we must be united and the kind of support that we also give on the manao media spaces radio televisions newspapers and all of that even word of mouth mm -hmm. the way we also conduct ourselves help in other uh, boosting the morale of the troop or demoralizing them and i think that was the general general should understand that we as a country we are proud of our nigerian military they are doing their best they will continue to do to, to do their way i know saying they are perfect but uh, uh our nigerian military is good to go and we i believe them uh, that it is fake news and i hope others will uh, also uh, take this uh, the news from the the, 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 the Nigeria Air Force. Okay, moving over to our last paper for today for review is the Blueprint newspaper. And the Blueprint today, Blueprint is your paper. Yes, even yes. though it's not the most influential, it's the paper to beat. <laughs> okay, your paper today says in one voice, Igbo traders, residents say enough of this. We've lost so much to sit at home. We've lost so much to sit at home. Talking about IPOP that has been declaring uh, sit at home orders since. And businesses relocating from Southeast, that is a Boeing commissioner. IPOP might lose ego support for Hanese. It's time bomb waiting to explode. Enugu speaker, let Kanu off the hook. Town unions. That is on blueprint newspaper and of course before you uh, you express your thoughts mm. um, people are saying that uh, the egos are doing so much to to lose the good we that they are enjoying because talking about power shift many people say that it's supposed to be the start is done but because of yes this, in, fact, in fact in fact i'm even though i'm not an, uh, this i'm one of the apostles of the good things that uh, uh, if, if there has to be uh, a gentleman agreement yes. and conceding the, the power, it should be to the service. Yes. You know, but you see, power is a game of uh, Niger. I, I always use Niger as an example. In Niger state, the Nupes are the dominated group. And if the Nupes wanted, would have been continuously leave Niger state from 1999. But in the wisdom of all our elder statesmen, leaders and all of that, they sat together and said, look, we have always lived peacefully together. It's not written. Yes. We'll say, okay, we will do this every eight years going around the zone. Starting from the Nupes speaking area, that was when you had Governor, uh, late Governor Blair Kure. Okay. He yes. was eight years Nupe yes. from uh, Zone A. And then Governor Dr. Yes. Uh, uh, Moaz Babangida yes. Aliyu, Zone B. Yes, uh, the, servant, uh, the chief servant from seven. Zone B. And then it moved to Zone C, where my boss, uh, Governor Abokar Sanibelo, uh, came for. So now, but in 2023, it's now moving back to Zone, zone A. Why am I saying this? There are other states in the country where you have uh, languages, which Professor David Jowitt, because under the categorization of languages in Nigeria, you have the three major languages, Hausa, Igbo, and Yoruba. Yes. Then you have major minors. Those major minors, according to the, uh, the pontification of Professor David Jowitt, are languages that are spoken by over one million speakers in the country. Yetiv, Nupi, Igala, 
a job and several other uh, major uh, these things and so those languages are majority in one or more more than one state now you go to uh benway unlike in niger state yes unlike in niger state the teams are using their numerical strength yes. and it is politics they have two senators they produce a, a governor since 1999 between the two zones the domas are the gadgets that are in one zone they they they, they cannot even aspire to you go to kogi the Biras are the dominant until Providence had it that uh, so the current government, the, Gala. uh, the Galas, I mean, yes. the Galas yes. in uh, Kogi, they have always led uh, 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 Kogi state. Oh, like my own state, my state yeah. is just like your yes. state, Edo state. Yes. You know, Benin's who are Yes, so, so the Benin's are majority, uh, but you so know. Then now they came yes, to yes. So, you, so the point I'm making is that you don't worsen your case. The Igbos are the most traveled among the ethnic group. Mm. When you, the, the Igbos are, they have everything to lose in this fight. Anybody that loves the Igbo will tell them the truth. Go to one village in Nigeria where you don't find an Igbo. The Igbos have everything to lose. So well, now we, we sit down at home, I'm happy. One, I'm happy that Blueprint took this side, uh, or the paper, or this issue up. Enough is enough. Because even in this order by the so-called uh, IPO is given is given within the Igbo area. It's like what we are saying when the Boko Haram uh, started. You want to, how do you lead people that you are killing? You are telling people you are killing your yes. experts. You are killing, uh, you are telling people you are you are crumbling uh, uh, businesses. Yes. And then you de you de desire to leave these people. What do you want to get? So I'm happy uh, the social cultural group Hanese uh, has come out so forcefully. You know, at a certain point in life, you have to stand up and speak your, your, your truth. And look, enough is enough. You cannot lead a country by uh, uh, throwing a stone at people who are going to vote for you. So and I don't think I'm happy this is happening. And I hope more uh, leaders will come up and tell them, look, enough is enough. It is happening within the Southeast. It's the Southeast that is losing. And even within the Nigerian project. You should be even the southeasterners and elders should even be worried. Look at the political structure of Nigeria in uh, in, in 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 the in the eighties. The, the the traditional alliance has been the north and the southeast. You know that we're in in in, in uh, the the second republic. From what you read and everything. The Second Republic, it was just about less than 20 years after uh, the Civil War. But this, the Vice President, what was the Vice President? An Igbo respected uh, technocrat, Chief uh, Alex Nkoyeme. It was that period that uh, the, the Biafran warlord, Chief uh, Odumo Gojuku, who denounced, who said, enough, there's no need for another war. It's unnecessary. He said it before he died. He, he was pardoned and returned to the country and even contested to, 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 to lead. I don't know whether to lead the state or the presidential ambition or, then, or not of that. So what, what am I saying? Even the traditional alliance between the North and the Southeast, there is a need for Igbo leaders to understand that it no longer exists the way it used to be. President President Mohd worried that all of them have not his spokesperson that are accusing. When he joined politics, 
the first his first running mate is who? Is it not? Ichibo or Kadibo? The second one was who? Chifeme, is it not Chifeme? Ozurike, or what? But but the, his his running mate yes. again after the first chip two was also evil. Yes, so what am I saying? Even all some of these passive uh, accusation and counter accusation are unnecessary. There's a need for men and women of goodwill from South with respected elders to reach out to douse the tension so that they can neutralize this uh, uh, criminal element and people are portraying the Southeast in a, in a, in, in, a, in a bad light. This is our country. We are better off as a country. I always use this uh, Southern Sudan as an example, uh, Winifred. In 2012, I was in Mombasa, Kenya. And the hotel I was staying, the new leaders of Southern Sudan were having a retreat. And then a presidential aspirant, candidate of one of the Orange Party in Kenya, Raila Odinga, had come to, 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 had, to, have, uh, to address them. And the journalistic instinct, that was not what took me. I engaged both Raila Odinga. I interviewed all these people. You can see the mood of people happy with a new nation. But I challenge everybody to go to Southern Sudan. Are they better off as a country now? There are internal, continuous internal wrangle between their own leaders, all the fashion people. I saw them together that particular day in 2012. They are happy. If even countries that are one religion and one country like Somalia. So what I'm saying, what we should fight for as a country, Winifred, are things that butter us, things that you, we need, all the things that we are talking about based on the, your paper, uh, the leadership newspaper about inclusiveness, giving citizens sense of belonging, what you call United Nations of human security water security health security job security giving living in, in out of without fear or favor in any part of this country aspiring to be what you want to be in your nation you know you graduate from the university you want a job or you want to do business you want to travel for point a to point b there's road you have alternative to road even where we are transport insecure you want to travel now if you are tired, you must travel by road or by air. What if you want to travel by, by rail to Bini? Why shouldn't you have that alternative? So we must build an inclusive country and be bothered about things that worry us as citizens. Not really talking about uh, opening out. I think we are better off as a country. And I'm happy that the, the, the Igbo Trevor say enough is enough. The Igbos have everything to lose in, in this uh, when they leave uh, this country. Yeah, that's what we'll be calling it a day on today's presentation of the program Inside Nigeria. And of course, I've had with me all this why in the studio to review the papers. Jibrin ba uh, Baba Indache, he was also a former special advisor to the Nigerian Chief State Secretary. Chief Press Secretary to the Nigerian State Governor, present one. So it's been a pleasure having Thank you very much, Anita. It's my pleasure to be here and we'll continue to do this. This is our country. Yes. We are very passionate about it. We want it to be better. Yeah. But we know other countries build their citizens build their country. Like Professor Dora Kwele says, nobody will come and build our country for us. Let Professor Dora yes. We have to build it. Yes. We are not a perfect country, but we are better together yes. as a nation. Yes. 
So viewers, that's where we draw the curtain on today's Inside Nigeria. I remain Winifred to Ogbebo and tomorrow is another day. Do keep it date with us. Bye. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.